Before Andy had tried to contact her from beyond the grave, Emily was panicking about the guacamole going brown. Later, remembering this, she wished she'd realised just how lucky she'd been to be spending her time worrying about avocados instead of the afterlife. Zoe poked a finger knuckle-deep into the gloopy green dip, which Emily was dolloping into a row of tiny, jewel-hued metze bowls. Not until the adults get here, she said, slapping Zoe's hand away from the bowl. Zoe grinned, sucking dip off her finger with an exaggerated smack. Nice guac, she said, nodding approvingly. Why do people keep calling it guac, like they're mates with it? It's guacamole, not your uncle guac. Emily said, decanting habas fritas, stuffed olives and Percy pigs, regular and veggie, into more bowls. It was a snack combination that she hoped said, I'm well-travelled and sophisticated, but fun, too. Plus I am, of course, considerate of our veggie and vegan guests. There was a lot of pressure on the nibbles. Where did you get these bowls? Zoe asked, peering into them. I got them from the Global Island TK Maxx. Emily said. But if anyone asks, I found them for sale on an adorable little stall run by a local craftsman during my travels around Mexico. When did you pretend you go to Mexico? Zoe asked. Was that before or after you went fakie interrailing around Europe and phony backpacking through Thailand? I don't know how you haven't been caught out yet, when the furthest you've travelled is a school trip to the Jorvik Viking Centre. Emily snorted then looked around as if she was worried someone other than Zoe might have overheard her. I watch a lot of documentaries, she said, arranging and rearranging the bowls on a serving tray. Plus, no one really listens to other people's travel stories because they're too busy waiting to talk about that time they helped build an orphanage in Peru or ate raw llama livers. Just have to say vague stuff like, Chichen Itza is just stunning in winter and people totally believe you've been there. Zoe laughed. I don't get why you're so worried about this party anyway, she said, twerking a spiralizer aside with her bum as she hopped onto the kitchen counter. It's not like Jada and Simon give a crap about how glamorous you are. They've shared a desk with you for yonks and know all your dark and terrible secrets, including that you come from Essex, not Winchester, and that you didn't know how to pronounce Segway until you were in your mid-twenties. Emily tutted. True. But Jess and Mel only know new Emily, not the old rubbish one. I've got appearances to keep up. Plus, Jess works in magazines and Mel works in TV. T-V, she added, gesturing at the telly through the kitchen door to emphasise her point. Along with Jada and Simon, Emily was a copywriter at a small advertising agency based in Camden. She'd been thoroughly overexcited when Mel, who she'd met through work, had suggested they go for a drink with her best friend Jess to celebrate the end of the project they'd been working on together. Mel was the kind of friend she'd always fantasised as a teenager about her adult self-making. Since moving to London, she'd worked hard to make a handful of glamorous-sounding friends. Plus, Jess and Mel were actually nice, too. And now she had them, she was going to do everything in her power to keep hold of them. She eyed her mezzo spread critically, her hands on her hips. Do you think the Percy should go on their own tray? Like a dinner-then-dessert kind of vibe? What I think is that you've gone completely mental, Zoe said. 
No one is going to care that much, I promise. Honestly, if I'd known you'd turn into a desperate cliché, I'd have tried to put you off moving to London. I used to have to stop you wanging on about how enormous Martin Baker's willy was, not how best to impress your hipster mates. Ah, Martin, Emily said fondly, remembering her first proper boyfriend. Although I'm not a desperate cliché, thank you very much, I'm just trying to fit in. I know, Zoe said, rubbing Emily's shoulder affectionately. But I kind of miss the girl from Greenleaf, who'd have vomited if you tried to feed her an avocado. The one whose beauty regime involved a quick squirt of body spray, nicked from Superdrug, who thought a night out at Pizza Hut followed by Hollywood Bowl was the height of sophistication. I wonder what that Emily is doing now. She probably died in a tragic accident, Emily said, squeezing more lemon juice into the guacamole.